0: Welcome to Behind the Sash. I'm Elise Hudson, the 2015 Newcastle Regional Showgirl. The Land Sydney Showgirl competition aims to find a young woman to act as an ambassador for rural New South Wales with her role involving many official and informal duties, both at the Sydney Royal Easter Show and during her travels interstate and overseas. For over 50 years, young women across the state have competed for this prestigious role but the showgirl competition is not a beauty pageant behind the pearls makeup pomp and ceremony are passionate young women with drive to benefit their local communities and rural new south wales as a whole this week i'm interviewing camilla kenny who was the 2015 dubbo showgirl camilla was also a finalist at the 2016 royal easter showgirl competition so welcome camilla to behind the sash thanks so much for coming on
1: not a problem. Thanks for having me, Elise.
0: Congratulations on making the final of the 2016 The Land Sydney Royal Easter Showgirl competition.
1: Thanks. It's been a big couple of months or even 12 months, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: now, you are originally from Mendoran. You now live in Coli, and you were the 2015 Dubbo Showgirl. That's a bit of a journey. How did that come about? <laughs> yeah, so I grew up um, on a farm near Mendoran and
1: that's where I went to school um, so, we had a family property there, um, mainly of merino sheep as a stud and also cropping. And so, uh grew up there. We had the farm for about 80 years in the family. And then, when I went away to boarding school, I was about 15, and the family needed to sell the farm because of a few sort of drought-related circumstances, which I'm sure uh, many people sort of understand. And when we sold up, mum and dad moved into Gilgandra. But I was still at boarding school and then moved on to uni in Sydney. So when I moved home from uni, I moved back to Dubbo. And so while all my stuff essentially lived in Gilgandra, I, I didn't really have a strong, um, you know, connection to the town or, or much of an identity with it. Um, now I'm living out at Coli, which is just north of Dubbo, uh, with, a, with my boyfriend and still commute into Dubbo each day, the short 85Ks each way. So, um, I sort of do all of my work in, in Dubbo, my sport, you know, everything's in Dubbo despite not actually living here. So, even though I didn't grow up in Dubbo, that's probably the town that I've got the strongest connection with or identity. And I've always been from the district, so I feel like, felt when I was entering Showgirl that I understood what the district was about, even though I didn't you know, know every single person in Dubbo. Um, yeah, still had a strong connection to it, and that was probably the most of my identity that I had at that time.
0: And by day, you are a Rural Mental Health Coordinator for New South Wales Health, is that right?
1: Yeah, that is right.
0: <laughs> so can you explain to everyone what that actually involves?
1: Sure. So I work for New South Wales Health in the Rural Adversity Mental Health Program, or RAMP, because it's quite a mouthful, as you've just heard. Um, so the job sort of entails delivering mental health education and information to rural and remote communities. So I cover an area from Dubbo to the Queensland border by myself. And the biggest part of the job is probably delivering education sessions and things like that to workplaces and community groups in rural towns on Mental health, you know, how can you identify when someone's not going too well, how do you talk to them and what sorts of services are available to help you refer them on to, but also how can you stay mentally healthy and really try and prevent that onset um, into mental illness where possible, but also have the resilience to be able to bounce back from stressful situations. So really trying to build up a, a mentally healthy and resilient community, but also one that knows where they can get help if they need it.
0: Fantastic. And obviously you've spoken throughout your journey of showgirl is this is rural mental health being an issue you're quite passionate about. And Mm -hmm. I know that you linked the importance of being involved in your local community as one of the ways to assist in benefiting your mental health. You yourself keep yourself very busy. What sort of things (laughs) do you do in your local community?
1: Um, Well, when I'm not working full-time or studying part-time or commuting between the two, um, I play... Hockey. I play touch football. I am part of the local show society and showgirl competition. Um, and I also do a lot of out of hours work with, with my job. So, um, you know, delivering education sessions at night or on weekends and things like that and sort of being within the community. Also part of a tennis club and, and doing a lot of fundraising through that. So, yeah, keeping, keeping very busy, which is nice. <laughs>
0: In regards to your involvement with the Dubbo Show Society, I've seen that you've been quite involved in the Showgirl competition this year. Dubbo Show Society runs an information evening prior to the deadline for Showgirl entries. What does that actually involve?
1: Yeah, so last year was the first year they ran the showgirl information evening. And to be brutally honest, that's what actually convinced me to enter, which is um, probably not something our lovely showgirl coordinator, Jane, wanted to hear because she didn't enjoy organising it, I don't think. But it was it's a really good opportunity for girls to come along and meet past showgirls because on our showgirl committee, we've got, you know, everyone from entrants who may not have become showgirl to runners-up Dubbo Showgirls, and all the way through to myself as a state finalist, um, the lovely Kennedy Turl, who was the Sydney Royal Showgirl of 2013, and Kate Warren, who was second runner-up um, at Sydney in 2012. So we've got quite a diverse showgirl committee, and it's a really good opportunity for... You know, local girls to come and meet all of us and hear what Showgirl's really about and what the experience actually is like and what you might get asked in interviews and sort of demystify a lot of it. So we found that to be a really good way of connecting with girls who aren't quite sure whether they should enter or, or don't quite know what it's about and encourage them to enter and, and see how beneficial it can be. So we've run it for two years now and um, it's been pretty successful, which has been sort of quite good to see, so hopefully we'll be able to run it into the future.
0: And in line with talking about the benefits of the Showgirl competition, what do you see young women gaining from entering Showgirl?
1: It's amazing. When I first entered, everyone kept talking about these personal and professional development opportunities, and I started to think, what on earth does that mean? Like, come on, someone needs to actually explain this. But since actually experiencing Showgirl, it's really opened my eyes to how incredible it can be not only does it really sort of help you to practice and build on your skills in interviewing um, sort of your rural knowledge, your media skills, but also networking and and meeting other people. And I think throughout the whole experience, one of the biggest things that I've gained for myself is the ability to speak to people who I may not know and from all walks of life. And it's crazy, somehow we seem to... Find a connection. And I found this even in Sydney at the Royal. Nearly every person I spoke to, you, you're able to create a connection with them. And I think Showgirls are a really good way of building on, on girls' confidence and, and gaining those skills so that whether it's through work or through the show society or personal life, you feel like you've got the confidence to walk into a room and be able to just introduce yourself and, and use those kinds of skills. So, um Yeah, aside from all of the other wonderful benefits and prizes and people you meet and, and experiences you have, I think that confidence is one of the biggest ones that I've really seen.
0: And we have this image in our head of the perfect showgirl, which has been debunked numerous times. But what <laughs> would you say would be the least stereotypically showgirl thing about you?
1: The least stereotypically showgirl thing about me? I think... um Ever since I first told people that I was going in showgirl, they started saying things like, "Oh, if you got your bikini and your ball gown ready," you know, that whole thing where people think it's a beauty pageant. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm—I don't consider myself a stunner. I'm—I'm I'm not a size eight. I'm not any of those sorts of things. And so it was really nice when I did win Dubbo Showgirl and people kept saying that, being able to say, hang on, there were some pretty good-looking girls up there and obviously that's not what it's about. But I think, you know, that whole image thing is just really annoying and completely wrong. It's about so much more. It's about, you know, your knowledge and your community spirit and your confidence and how you present yourself and how you can be an ambassador. So probably... Yeah, the whole showgirly image. image. I think in Sydney I probably had the most pairs of stockings because I was so terrible at tearing them and just those sorts of things that, you know, the the perfect showgirl is supposed to be like, you know, stereotypically, you know, it's totally not about image. Yes, you've got to present yourself well, but, you know, you can still be you, which is what I really enjoy.
0: Your zone final was enormous. It had 23 girls competing. What was it like and how did it all operate? Because that just seems like a crazy number of girls to interview and have lunch with all in one day.
1: Yeah. So it was probably nothing short of pure insanity, I'd say. Um, Complete information overload, but also a really good experience. So yes, we did have 23 girls and I felt really sorry for our three beautiful judges who had to firstly interview all of us. Um, They had, the longest day. I think it started at 8.30 and they finished interviewing at 5.30 with a 45-minute lunch break and just managed to get through all of the girls. So it was pretty tight. Um, and then all of us had to get on stage and speak that evening. So it was quite a long day. But I found it, you know, even though it was a long day and it was a lot of people to meet, it was really, really good I tried as best as possible to get around the room and at least be able to say I'd had a conversation with every girl and sort of knew where each girl was from and, and what they either did or what they were passionate about. And that made it a really, really fun day so that no matter who ended up winning or, you know, what happened, I felt like I'd at least taken the time to meet every girl. And it, it, I think that really shone through after the announcement that when I walked off stage... So many girls who I'd chatted to in that day who I'd never met before, you know, came bounding up to me and, and congratulating me, and it felt really genuine. Um, so I think, yeah, the ability to meet all of the other girls and really hear what their towns were like and why they were passionate about their shows and the showgirl competition was wonderful, but I did not envy those poor judges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so obviously you made it through to Sydney,
1: and yeah,
0: Sydney. the Sydney competition is a bit of an adventure. What did you take away from your experience in Sydney?
1: Sydney was huge. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. It was, it was nearly a full week down there and it was sort of getting up at seven and going to bed at 11, 12, you know, crazy hours. And I'm not a great person for functioning on little sleep. So by the end of it, I was pretty drained. But every opportunity was a learning opportunity. And I think that's why it was so tiring, but also why that, why it was so beneficial because at every moment, you were meeting someone new and you were really learning why they wanted to give so much time to the show movement and why they individually thought it was so important. And we met people from, you know, sections who were there showing um, their various exhibits and animals to girls who'd been, you know, previous showgirl entrants and winners, people on the council, and all of them, for some reason or another, you know, had had this passion about their local show and the, and the Royal so through Showgirl, I thought that was really good, being able to meet people who who were passionate and, you know, we're all there for the same reason at the end of the day and we all come from such different walks of life. But that that was probably the best part as well as the building confidence and spending time with the other beautiful girls who, you know, they're just absolutely gorgeous and I have a lot of time for them. Um, plus, you know, the amazing experiences like having a cocktail party at Government House and talking to the Governor and sitting in the council stand for the official opening of the show and just things that you really never have the experience to do again. It was just a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It was really good.
0: And you're very passionate about your local show, obviously. What are some <laughs> of the highlights of a Dubbo show?
1: So for anyone who's never been to the Dubbo show, it is quite big. It runs over three full days, and all three days are absolutely jam-packed. Um, you know, we've got the, the typical cattle and sheep and fabulous pavilion and trade pavilion and sideshow alley and all those sorts of things. But um, this year our show was at the very beginning of May, so it's already been. And I think one of the biggest attractions, aside from the showgirl announcement on Saturday afternoon, at the official opening, which is very exciting. Uh, We had an exhibition called Dinosaur Adventures, and it was the first time that something like this had been out of one of the major cities. And it was essentially a huge marquee full of these replica dinosaurs, which were moving and growling and huffing and puffing and all sorts of things. It was incredible. And, you know, kids could pretend to be paleontologists in the middle, cracking open little plaster of Paris eggs, and it was just Great to see people from all over town or all over the city because Dubbo's a city coming together to the show and being able to experience something like that. And it was a really good way to draw people in and then, you know, because they'd paid their entry, then get them to go around and have a look at the various sections of our show. So overall, the show did really well out of it, but I think we also captured a lot of people who may not have been to the show before or may not, you know, see the value in it. So hopefully... That's been a really good draw card. But the show overall is, I love our show. It's just massive and there's always something to do and see. And this year's the first year I got to see the pig judging and that was pretty exciting. I'd never seen that before. They are always usually asleep by the time I get there. Um, but, yeah, the whole, the whole time was really great and the whole committee should be really proud of how well it all came together.
0: Dubbo also runs a teenage showgirl competition. How does that differ from our level of showgirl?
1: Yeah, so um, the Teenage Showgirl's been running for a few years, which is really good to see, and it's it's amazing. We managed to get quite a few entrants each year. I think we had five this year compared to our three um, sort of senior showgirl entrants, which was really lovely to see. So the junior showgirl or, t- or teenage showgirl, sorry, is pretty much like ours, but it's ours is run just over one day. So the girls need to submit this a very similar written application with all of the same questions as the showgirl competition. And then they go through a short interview. So this year I think the interviews were about ten or fifteen minutes. And I was lucky enough to be one of the judges, which was really nice to sort of sit on the other side for once. Um and they're interviewed in but the questions aren't quite as difficult. So it's more about, you know, what what do you see as important as in the show and what's your favourite section and what do you see as a, an, an issue for our rural community? So they're very similar types of questions but maybe not as as direct or difficult um, as senior showgirl. Um, the girl we chose this year is a lovely girl called Savannah and she was really able to show her rural knowledge and her passion for a rural area. And I think she was the only – it was raining on the day and she was the only girl who turned up in jeans and a shirt but she really just – showed exactly what the show is about and I think she'll make a really good showgirl in a few years if she, you know, sticks to it and, and comes back and does senior showgirl. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great little competition um, and it's it's just like a smaller version of ours. You know, in one day, the girls get to meet each other and experience the show together and experience that, you know, interviewing, um, you know, experience, which is really nice.
0: Do you think it's worthwhile for show societies that are struggling to get girls in the senior showgirl competition to consider the junior competitions?
1: Most certainly. So actually last weekend I went to the Canambal show, which is about two oh, an hour and a half, two hours north of Dubbo, and they've struggled to get a senior showgirl competition up and running for the last couple of years. And so this year they decided to do their junior showgirl. And one of the teachers from the school actually ran it, I think, which was really nice. And they thought they were only going to get, you know, a handful of girls, got there, and they had 11 entrants, which was just mind-blowing. I don't think they even had enough sashes for the poor girls. They had to pull out senior showgirl sashes. <laughs> um, but it was really, really good to see. And I managed to be there for the, the presentation and just sort of had a chat to all of the girls about how good the experience is and, you know, really encouraging them to come back as seniors. But then also talking to the president of the show society about, you know, obviously there's a bit of an interest here. Let's keep these girls interested and let's try and have a senior showgirl competition. And I think that's something that as as showgirls who've, who've experienced it and know what's sort of needed in the competition and how it all runs, that's a way we can help some of those smaller show societies. You know, I've I've experienced everything from my local show all the way up to Sydney. And so I've got lots of contacts. I understand how it works maybe I'm in a good position to help a town like Canamble to find their judges or work out how to structure their competition um, so that we can get more of those little towns being able to, to pull together showgirl
0: competitions. Going back to your town of Dubbo, everyone mm-hmm. knows when you go to Dubbo you have to go see the zoo. <laughs> but other than the zoo, what do you need to go see in Dubbo when you visit?
1: So the zoo is most certainly a huge draw card and it's probably the thing that people know the most. Although we did have a comedian here, um, a little while ago who didn't believe the crowd that we had a zoo and apparently it's quite funny that he was trying to question them on that. But, um, there's lots of things to do in Dubbo. Another really good attraction is the old Dubbo jail, which is, I think, the old jail which was in Dubbo and it's open to the public and has some really great displays and they also do little shows, um, which where sort of people dress up in um, sort of period costumes and, and act out what it would have been like within the jail, and it's been fabulously restored. We've also got a great main street with lots of gorgeous cafes and shops and a really good sort of nice feel about it all. Um, we've got a lovely river where people can just go and sit and, and watch the, the world go by, which is really nice. So lots of things to do around Dubbo. It's also... A really good hub for the region so Dubbo is sort of the centre of this district so it's not very far to go to Wellington to the Wellington Caves which are incredible to see or to Gilgandra which is the town of windmills or to Kernabarabran and the Warren Mountains National Park so it's it's a great sort of central point for our whole district.
0: What does the future hold for Camilla Kenny?
1: Oh, this question comes up in Showgirls so much, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And I think I have the most boring answer because every time, you know, so many people say, oh, I want to, you know, be here and do this and do that and, and rule the world. Um, but for me, I would love to be in the future in my same job because I love it and I can see myself really, you know, going well in it and actually making a difference I'd love to keep living on the farm and, and living where I love to be I'd love to continue being part of the Dubbo Show Society family and and contributing back contributing back to a society which has given so much to me over the last 12 months so yeah I'd, I'd really like to in the future pretty much be exactly where I am but obviously develop a bit more, you know, finish uni and, and travel a little bit and all those sorts of things. But I'm really liking where I am now, which is a nice feeling.
0: Do you have anything else that you'd like to say about Dubbo, the show society, or to young girls who are thinking about participating in Showgirl?
1: Oh, there's probably lots to say, but I won't keep you too long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah,
1: probably I just feel really lucky from with the show society that I'm part of. Dubbo is... An incredible town and our show society is just amazing. And I know I sound very biased in that, but... Throughout my entire experience, I think the further I got with Showgirl, the more I realised how incredible our local show society were, you know. The number of people who came to the Zone final to cheer me on. I think we were sat at the back of the room because we were so loud and disruptive and that was a really nice feeling for me competing. But also, you know, the number of people that came to Sydney or getting to my motel room on the first day in Sydney and there's a bunch of flowers there from my show society, you know, really little things like that which make you feel so welcome and and part of that family even though I'm so new to it. But in terms of, you know, something for other girls, I think you've got nothing to lose and that's what really drove me to even enter in the first place is that, you know, if if all I got out of it was some interview experience and three days of the show for free, that was going to be a benefit. But it's given me so much more than that. So I think for any girl looking to enter Showgirl, go for it. And you've really got nothing to lose. And, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You'll be thrown into some experiences that you never thought you'd have to deal with, but you'll come out a bigger and better person. So it's been an amazing experience. So, yeah, everyone should just go for it.
0: Thank you very much, Camilla, for coming on Behind the Sash. And all the best for the future.
1: Not a problem. Thanks so much, Elise, and you too.